0: Welcome back to the Frustrated Fans, the totally not-neglected podcast. I'm your host, Coop. I'm your other host, Jeremy. we're stealing your rose-colored glasses one franchise at a time.
1: Yeah. Today, we're going to be covering a comic book movie.
0: Is this? You know, I want to bring this up, but this is arguably a video game movie.
1: It's a video game comic book movie. Yeah. It's the best video game movie that's not a video game movie.
0: Yeah, it, it, Hollywood, if you're paying attention, this is how you make a video game movie.
1: And Hollywood, if you're also paying attention, Pixels is how you don't create a video game movie.
0: Yeah, if I ever see Adam Sandler attached to any, any of my favorite franchise ever again... Well, I'll just have to be disappointed.
1: Um, Actually, I, I read a... I saw an article that said that the short little cameo of Pac-Man in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has redeemed his big-screen uh, career.
0: No. <laughs> oh, you mean Pac-Man. Yeah, like, for Pac-Man. <laughs> like, no... He was th- more there well is with, no he redeeming was, Adam Sandler. See, oh, no, no. Well,
1: Pac-Man was treated with more respect in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 than he was in Pixels.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so, but today we're going to be covering Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the movie, based on the comic, which also had a video game based off of it, that you can't get anymore. Yep. yep. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so, hey, due to fun licensing rights, um, yeah, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the video game came out on... Digitally on the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade. If you have purchased it in the past, you can always re-download it. Uh, however, it is impossible to purchase unless you can find some sort of redeem code for it. Because those will still work unless they expire. Um, but yeah, that was done as like an 8-bit style beat-em-up. Kind of like, you know, like the old Final Fight games and stuff like that. And you go through... You can play as like the different characters from the, mov- from the comic and movie... Mm-hmm. and you actually get to fight the seven evil axes. I have not gotten very far in it, because the game is difficult to play by yourself. Uh, yes. But it is fun, and it has a really cool soundtrack, if you like chiptunes.
0: So, this came out um, nearly seven years ago, and it's a genuinely fun movie. Mm-hmm. The original franchise started as a comic book that transitioned in Pretty much after the first volume was purchased, I was reading this online, that they approached for movie rights. So, um, yeah, this this kind of already is in the works pretty early on. Um, But I haven't read, unfortunately I don't have the time to read the uh, original uh, books. But from what I understand, this is not far off. It's actually a pretty faithful adaptation.
1: Yep. Uh, So, for summary, it's Scott Pilgrim is just a regular, ordinary dude living in Canada, as many Canadians do. He plays in a band, he kind of dates a high school student, and lives with his gay roommate across the street from his parents' house. It soon becomes the typical tale of boy meets new girl, boy likes girl, boy must fight off girls' seven evil
0: exes in epic video game style fights. Right. Wait, what? Yeah, and they didn't even, in the trailers, they didn't even mention he was dating someone else. They didn't even no. mention Knives.
1: They did not, no. This is, I remember seeing the trailer for it, and then when I played the game, I was like, who the hell is Knives?
0: Yeah, Knives Chow is his first girlfriend who starts off in the movie.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm assuming we both have a similar history with this, then, is like, I saw this like, I saw the preview for this in theaters when I was going to see a different movie, which I can't, obviously can't for the life of me remember what that was, but I was just completely confused. Like, the trailer starts off looking like a normal romantic comedy, and I was like, oh, it's romantic comedy with that dude from Superbad. And then all of a sudden, I was like, what the hell am I watching? And I didn't see the movie in theaters. I... Finally watched it when it came out
0: on video, and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. I watched it in theaters, um, and I I knew I was in for something different when the Universal theme song, you know the one that had every Universal movie, is yep. played in 8-bit, Yep. glorious 8-bit music, and... With the 8-bit logo. <laughs> 8-bit logo, and I'm like, okay, I got this big smile on my face, I'm like, okay, this might actually be kind of cool. And... How do I put this? The movie plays its plot, and effectively their world has meters, score points, everything, and no one questions it. Subspace highways that go through people's brains? Yeah, there's that too. No one one really questions it. Like, when Scott gets into a fight with any of the seven evil exes, it's like, I won't say it's like something out of Street Fighter, but it's not far off. Yeah, and then
1: afterwards everyone's just like, well... That happened. Let's keep going. Let's uh, yeah. Even though know, he just kind of murders them, <laughs> he kind of kills many of them, including one that was a Hollywood star. Which I must point out that you mean I Captain was, America, <laughs> yeah, and the Human Torch. Which, yeah, uh, this was this was referencing the Human Torch before it was before he became Captain America. <laughs> But yeah, this is probably the only movie where you'll see someone beat up both Superman, Captain America, and the Human Torch. (laughs) And,
0: uh... Yeah. Um... But... Before we get into what makes the movie fun, let's uh, actually address the plot, because... Scott's kind of a piece of crap. Yeah, so Scott's kind of a loser. No, 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 not what I'm getting at. He cheats on two women.
1: Yeah. Well, so... Scott's a guy who apparently has had bad relationships in the past and is currently dating, not dating, a high school student named Knives, and uh, he plays in a band, and yeah, d- partway through the movie, he in the beginning, he meets a girl named Ramona Flowers, who apparently can roller skate through his mind using subspace highways, just go with it. And instead of breaking up with Knives, saying, like, I want to just break up or something, he ends up pursuing Ramona and is kind of, sort of, dating both of them at the same time. Yeah, he... And speaking as
0: someone who's gone through his own spatter of relationship issues that recently, I wanted to reach through the screen and shake and smack Scott. <laughs> really hard. Breakups suck. Uh, for all people involved. Whether you initiate it or you don't. Whether it's mutual or it's not. And it's a sign of an adulthood adult person just to sit get it over and done with, no matter how painful it is. Now, to be fair, Scott does admit his fault by the end of the movie. But not learned the power
1: of self respect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So now back to the plot. So Scott he's while well, he's cheating on his Older girlfriend, Nines. Uh, he meets this gr- woman named Ramona Flowers, who she's kind of unimpressed with at first. She's unimpressed yep. with him.
1: Yep. Um, but they eventually start getting closer, and all of a sudden, uh, one day Scott gets an interesting email, and uh, he gets attacked by by this guy that says that he's an evil ex of Ramona. And Scott's like, "Wait, what? What? Did you read my email?" I skimmed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and suddenly Scott realizes that now he, to keep and keep and win Ramona's heart, he has to go through s- seven of her former ex relationships. Yep. Not ex boyfriends, because yep. there is a girl in there.
1: Which was really creative, like throughout the whole thing where he keeps saying "evil ex boyfriends" and she goes "exes," and he's like, "whatever," and <laughs> and they get attacked by a
0: gr- he gets attacked by a girl and he looks at her like. You had a sexy face? I love the... I love the... Where they When he figures it out, just... Yeah. They silhouette <gasps> wet him out, and in, in his head, there's a meter that says, doesn't get it, gets it, and it flips. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just thought that... I was a little bi-curious. Well,
1: I'm a little bi-furious.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, that uh, that actress who played the evil uh, lesbian ex is a... Uh, she's a big voice actor. She was April in the 2012 team in T. Tea. Oh. And, believe it or not, she was the president's daughter way back in, in the first Independence Day. Holy crap. Yeah. And a lot of fans of both her and the first movie, put, like, tried to pre- uh, press the directors for the sequel to Independence Day. Like, you should cast her as the president's daughter again. She's a talented actress in her own right. But they didn't. So, that's me being nerdy. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we so find out we need to go through
0: these seven evil exes. First is um, Matthew Patel with the who, power of fire and demon hipster chicks. Yep, and singing. Yeah,
1: uh, it's Scott a manages of to beat him pretty
0: much. He manages to deflect the fireballs and just punch the guy out.
1: Yep, um, and every time he defeats one of them, some coins drop down. and He goes, "Ooh, a dollar."
0: Yeah. Uh, the second one is Chris Evans. Yep. But he's playing this kind of this jerkass skater turned actor. Yep. Uh, and this one is actually uh, this is probably my favorite because Scott <laughs> uses his, well one of the favorites because Scott uses his wits. It becomes clear because the Chris Evans character is not afraid to stick his stunt doubles on
1: mm-hmm.
0: on Scott, and Scott manages to beat them all up, which says <laughs> something about him. Yeah, which I, I
1: just like, too, it's like, you must face the League of Eagle Xs. The what? You don't know about the League? No. Oh, that is cool. Oh, really? Yeah, come on, let's get a cup of coffee. Ah, yeah. <laughs> wow, well, that was really good
0: acting. I <laughs> you know. Um, and he basically challenges Chris Evans, since he's a skater, to skate down this l- tremendously long stairwell. Uh, and the rails, and he basically it's so long that he, he explodes
1: at the very end. Well, no,
0: he just can't stop. He's going over three hundred kph, and mm. yeah, can't
1: stop, won't stop.
0: And kaboom! And we <laughs> see this, you see this—you see the explosion kind of in the distance with Scott looking over Scott's shoulder, and then the whole two thousand points shows up.
1: Yep. and he goes, "Ah, oh, I didn't get his autograph." <laughs> <laughs> Which I would like to point out during each of these moments is. Scott's roommate, played by Kieran Culkin, who is hilarious throughout the entire Oh my movie. god, he's
0: one of the best parts of this movie.
1: He is great. He's just deadpan the entire movie. Like, he takes everything in stride. He's hilarious. And, like, when uh, the first evil ex shows up, he goes, Hey, it's that guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> that evil guy. <laughs> I like when he's and, heckling the band before Scott's, where they play, like, a song for two seconds, he goes, It's not a race, guys! Or
0: he, the fact that he steals Scott's sister's boyfriend. Yep. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, and I, I she implies this
0: happens again, because she's, yep. she's like, Oh, come on! <laughs> I was thinking when Scott gets home at one point, he's like, Ah!
1: I'm not gonna lie, you probably just saw some guy's junk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, m- moving on. X number three is played by Brandon Routh.
1: Yep. Who you made? And have he have has vegan ben,
0: powers. <laughs> yep, he has vegan power. Yeah. Which apparently, make him a Super apparently. Saiyan. In this world, when you eat only vegan food, you get uh, telekinetic and tele- telepathic powers.
1: Yep. Um, and to start off that fight, he punches the highlights out of Knives' hair.
0: Yeah, look, I'm a little old-fashioned here, but every time I see a woman get hit in a movie like this, I'm just like, oh hell no!
1: I just like the line too. He's like, what? I'm not afraid to hit a girl. I
0: mean, they have like an
1: interesting showdown with it too, where at one point Scott starts playing the Final Fantasy battle music on the guitar.
0: Is that what that was?
1: Yeah, the do 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 do. -do 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 Oh. It's, like, one chord off or something, so I think they didn't have to get, like... Well, here's condition. the thing.
0: The director actually paid Nintendo for several of their sounds and musics. Yeah, for, like, the and, Zelda stuff. Yeah, and that would... When I heard... The first time we hear, like, the full-fledged Zelda, and it was just like... i was just like, that made me laugh. One, it was really cu- touching to hear because it, it was a good part in the movie. And then there was... It was just also making me laugh, because it was just like, that was perfect. And yep. Apparently he was able to convince Nintendo, like, saying, look, all these kids who were going to watch this movie, kids meaning our generation, um, grew have grown up with Zelda. If you need to put this in here, let me put this in here, because this is what, you know, this is kind of, like, icon- this is so iconic to them. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and he agrees.
1: Oh, yeah. they wouldn't it was, Nintendo is famously very, very protective of their stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so when Scott first like has a full fledged dream of Ramona in his subspace highway in his brain, <laughs> yeah, don't question it. Um, we hear the uh, the fairy fountain music from Zelda. Yep, but we'll get back to that after our first break. Okay. We're back from break. And I... I, I, It was a long break because I stepped through some subspace highway there. (laughs) Uh, So, X3, they beat He he beats the crap out of Scott. Like, vegan power. Scott
1: Scott ends up tricking him into drinking uh, half and half.
0: And then the vegan police show up. I died (laughs) laughing the first time I saw this. (laughs)
1: This <laughs> was great. Which, i like to point out, one of the two members of the vegan police was the um, Mexican guy in Boondock Saints 2. Mm-hmm. The guy that joins up with them. Yeah, I think he was the other. Oh,
0: right God, now.
1: I'm trying to remember. But he was, he was somebody known, too. Yeah,
0: I'm looking it up,
1: again. on. Yeah. i also like to point out the band names in this such as Sex bob which of course bob from Mario and the Clash of Demon Head which is like probably one of the most obscure references
0: in this movie it's an old NES game that was Thomas Jane Oh my god oh right yeah he played the Punisher in the the early 2000s movie Yep yeah, no I remember who he is Yeah he was oh, I, I, I actually I like him as an actor so so, yeah, I thought he was familiar. Anyway, um, so the vegan police show up and point out that... And they punish him. Well, they show up, they they hit, throw out, he's violated three strikes, he's eaten milk and eggs. Yep. Three times. And check no, no, they even say, like, he ate steak or something, he goes, that's not, not vegan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they de-veganize him, and then Scott just headbutts him into submission.
1: Yep. Um, and then as they're drinking and trying to recover,
0: all and of a sudden... being an ass to Ramona, but I understand, yep. after being beaten up three times... Can't blame him. No, he still doesn't have to be a complete ass, but... Well, he can be a partial ass. Yeah. So, and she even calls him out on it. Um, then the, the fourth ex shows up, who actually showed up briefly earlier. Yep. Uh, and this is uh, Roxy, the girl ex... Yep, and they end up defeating
1: her as well with a two-on-one fight, which I I like it, too, where Scott's like, I can't hit
0: a girl, and so then Ramona grabs his hands and punches for him. Well, before all that, uh, we actually get Ramona versus Roxy, with the two of them having comically oversized video game weapons in their hands. Yep, apparently Ramona has access to the hammer space. She pulls a literal hammer out of it. Yep. Yep. And Roxy in, in turn has this long. Uh, if you've ever played Soul Calibur, this is basically Ivy's weapon. Ivy. Yeah.
1: Oh yes, it is. And yes, I have. Is I was really really good with Ivy in two. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So yeah, th- but they def- Scott defeats her not by punching her, but by rubbing the back of her knees, which is apparently uh, her massive spot to, for great damage. <laughs> or what's the ten- what's the phrase? Weak spot for massive damage. Uh- Hit its weak
1: point for Mass... I can't even remember what the hell that was from. I
0: don't either. I, wait, I they, have, they, they, they... I looked uh, that up. Look, it causes a reaction in her, and she explodes. Let's
1: see.
0: We're a PG-13 show. We don't need to go into the details for it, okay? Oh, my. Yes, oh, my, all you want.
1: <laughs> well, he
0: looks that up, so yeah. At this point... Oh, I remember what it's
1: from. It's from, um... Sony's E three two thousand and six press conference from the Genji demo.
0: Okay, and at this point, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> where they, right after they say this game helps re- helps depict historical events, and then all of a sudden, this giant monster crab appears on screen.
0: Well, in the Godzilla universe, yes. <laughs> and then, uh, so at this point, Ramona and Scott break up because they're both kind of mad at each other.
1: Yep. Yeah. But then Scott finds out that their next uh, opponents in their battle for the bands Our are boyfriends
0: to five and six.
1: Yep, they are twins. It's like she dated twins.
0: Whoa! And uh, then bow wow. We have Scott and his band literally uh, a literal battle of the bands, where it's, where it's not explained how and it doesn't need to be, where they the two band, separate bands, Scott's band and the twins, summon. Monsters okay. using their music. Yep. They do battle for them. Yep, and they win. <laughs> was, but it was at this point, pretty cool. Yeah, at this point, Ramona's gone over to Gideon, and he, who's the final boss and a music label guy. Yep. And, and Gideon basically signs the rest of Scott's band to a label behind it. Their, his back. Yep. So Scott has lost everything. He's lost Ramona. He's not dating Knives anymore, who's been still trying to get him back this entire time.
1: Yep. And then, uh, which, one of my favorite scenes of this movie, like, it's just such a simple moment where Knives shows up at their place, Just he got here, and his uh, roommate just goes, actually, and you see Scott jump through the window, he just left. <laughs> yeah.
0: He reaches <laughs> right back through it to grab his jacket, too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. there's... It's such a simple, quick moment, but it's just so funny. One of the other moments is, again, this is kind of the movie's culture, because you'd see little visual jokes like this, is one point when it re- it's revealed that Scott was dating someone else before Ni- Knives, that sh- she's happy, or it was the female singer. Uh, Envy, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, when um, she was revealed someone... They just do a, a wipe where someone walks walks past knives face, and instead of her regular face, she has a literal Im- emoji on her face. Just the <laughs> yeah, like shocked, was, look. this shocked emoticon face. <laughs>
1: that was <good. laughs> oh my god, yeah. I I do like the moment where not Ni- when knives finds out that Scott's dating Ramona, she decides to dye her hair, and there's a moment where like she's under. Uh, sink or something, and her and she's shouting stuff, and her friend's just like, I can't understand what you're saying.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so, Scott's basically lost everything at this point. Yep. And, and then he walks in and sees continues something. to, uh, provoke him.
1: Yep. Which, I, I do like a moment where Gideon calls him, and he's like, Ramona's here with me. Yeah, like, Dude! Oh, no, oh, I just spilled hot chocolate on my crotch. <laughs> And then after he and throughout it all, like his uh, roommate is saying, and they're like, dude, just forget about it, move on. And so after the f- phone call with Gideon, he goes, "I take it back, kick his ass."
0: So Scott charges in to Gideon's club, and yep. uh, says he's here because he loves Ramona, and
1: a Scott little sword comes out of his
0: chest <laughs> on red fire, and it says Scott gained the power of love. Yep. And goes mano mono mano mono with Gideon and loses.
1: Yep. And uh
0: But because the kni- there was a plot device introduced earlier, but we'll get to that in a
1: yep. second. Yep. Knives shows up and then while they're all arguing, Gideon runs Scott through with his own sword. And uh Ramona talks to him while he's dead and he's like, God, it sucks that I'm dead And he remembers he actually got a one up. <laughs> Yeah, After there was a fight with the twin. He he's when like, he,
0: Ooh, and they go, Scott, what are you doing? I'm getting a life, and he grabs it. Yeah, when he beat Boyfriends 5 and 6 uh, with the awesome Battle of the Bands, and that scene was genuinely awesome. Yep. Apparently it was so awesome he got a one-up out of it, so he revives himself with the one-up. Beats, instead of just talking to the guards, he beats them up on the way down this time. Yep. Into the club. I, I do like
1: the, uh, what's the password? <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. Okay, okay. get it. What Now what's our password? <sighs> okay,
0: okay, go in. <laughs> and then this time, he when he confronts Gideon, like, what, are you here for the power of love? No. He's like, I'm here for me. And he
1: apologizes to his other ex, the drummer, for their band. And then and he goes, Scott gained the power of
0: self-respect. And he now has and a purple sword. sword. Yep. And he kicks Gideon's ass. Yep. Only for Knives to show up and Scott actually to admit, how much of it, D-bag he's been by cheating on both of them and at
1: once. <laughs> I just like, a standout moment of this is when they hit Gideon and he swallows his
0: gum and goes, You made me swallow my gum!
1: That's gonna be my digestive system for the next seven years!
0: Yeah, that's an urban legend. But, yeah, Gideon is probably the best part, of the best, one of the funner villains, because he's just, I don't know how to describe him. Such, such a good, he's such a dick. He's such a weenie.
1: I don't know. Might make the argument that he's not the weenie. Someone else is the weenie.
0: We're going to get to that character eventually. Yep. Yeah, sorry folks, that's an inside joke Jeremy and I have had for years.
1: I'm not the weenie. You are the weenie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't say the weenie word.
1: (laughs) Don't say the weenie word.
0: (laughs) Never tell the the villain how to capture you! You probably anyway. shouldn't have helped me build it, too. Stupid, stupid, stupid! So, <laughs> both Knives and Scott take out Gideon. This time for good. Yep.
1: Although Ramona helps. Based on helps. their Dance Dance Revolution scene early on.
0: Yeah, they combo him <laughs> out. And, yep. and then, Negascott. Yeah, g- apparently Gideon summons Negascott, who is a legit boss from the game. Yep, and...
1: It's great, too, because Scott goes, I must face him on my own, and Knives and Ramona are standing outside. All of a sudden, Scott and Negus, Scott, just walk out, and just chatting, like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll see you next week. All right, yeah, we'll grab some food. And he's like, so what happened? Oh, no, I- he's just really nice guy.
0: We're just going <laughs> to we're gonna grab breakfast next week. It's cool. Yeah, it was, that was the best anti-climax. Oh, that was perfect. So here, where's the movie divides. In the theatrical ending, Knives admits that, no... That their relationship is over, and tells tells Scott to go after Ramona, and they do. He does, and Ramona. They're like they're willing to give it another try. In the other ending of the movie, Scott lets go of Ramona and gets back together with knives, because it's shown by the end of the movie that they actually do work really well together.
1: Yeah, they make a good team.
0: Yeah. So, which ending do I prefer? I like them both.
1: Yeah. I don't really have a preference.
0: Yeah. Fortunately, there was no sequel to this movie, but there really doesn't need to be. It's kind of self-contained.
1: Yeah, there no follow-up is really needed for this. And I think it made it made money, right? Or I'm no, it on that. Oh, it did not. What? Uh, the budget was between 85 and 90 million, apparently it was 60 million after tax rebates and it only did 47 million in the box office.
0: So not to cover marketing really.
1: Yeah, so, so it wasn't, uh, I think it, I mean, it has to have done well on, like, DVD.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a cult classic at this point.
1: Yeah. It's a fun movie, like, even if you, I mean, even if you've never read the comic, which I've never read the comic, Pete's ever read the comic, it's a fun movie. It's yeah. just entertaining to watch. If you like video games, it's a fun movie to watch.
0: Yeah. And uh like you said unfortunately the video game that based on the movie is no longer uh open and available. Yeah, but the graphic novel as I understand it is still going uh still going. I'm going to check on that. Hmm. Uh no, no, it actually did end. Went from 2004 to 2 uh 2010. So I, Yeah, but they it hadn't been finished when they
1: started the movie, but he finished it after they finished the movie. And then yeah. the, that's why they changed the ending to the theatrical one, because that's apparently the ending to the comic.
0: But then he gets back with Knives?
1: No, then he gets with Ramona, I think. Ah. I, it's the one that where he ends up with Ramona. Um, Here we go After the final book in the series was released In which Scott and Ramona get back together And divided audience reaction to the film's original ending A new ending was filmed to match the books With Scott and Ramona getting back
0: together Gotcha Yep Yeah, basically the creator said There's no need for be more Scott Pilgrim But it would be fun to come back to possibly
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind Like uh, a follow-up to it Just some fun little thing like maybe all of
0: Scott's exes decide to form an evil league. Oh my know. god! <laughs> <laughs> Except that we see that he's at peace with at least two of them. Third one though. No. Yeah, I did like the moment with Envy too, where she's like, "You just shattered my boyfriend." He goes,
1: "You shattered my heart." She so I like, guess that well, makes
0: us even. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So, in our basically our recommendation here is, folks, check it out. It's a good cult classic, at least worth of one rental.
1: Oh, yeah. And honestly, like, you can find, like, the DVD is cheap. I think I paid, like, $4 for it.
0: Yeah, I bought it when Blockbuster was collapsing, clearing out their stock. The only bad part is I have the rental version, which now has no special features. Hmm. You know, there's actually still a couple Blockbusters left. Yeah, I was reading that in Alaska. They're independent of the now-defunct organization.
1: Yep, it's because they don't have the most reliable internet there, so Blockbuster can still exist as a thing, because nobody does Netflix.
0: Yep.
1: Which is pretty cool. Okay, folks,
0: so... Actually, do you want to do that character we mentioned earlier next time?
1: I think so. I mean, either that, or we could... You know, like, the last couple things, we haven't really been all that frustrated.
0: No, you're right.
1: You know... Something did just kind of show up on Amazon streaming this month. What? A certain movie that came out last year. It kind of came out of the shadows.
0: I hate you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I, I, we kind of have to. Must we?
1: We must. Hey, we get, we got through the first one. This one is supposed to be better.
0: I Are saw it. Le- I'm not sure I... Or less bad. bad. Or less bad. Well, it's more of an, like, an episode of the show, so... And... A
1: good episode of the show or a bad episode of the show?
0: Eh. We'll get to it, but yeah, apparently next time we're doing the second Bay Turtles. Yep. Oh, damn it.
1: Bay Turtles 2, Bay Harder. We'll see you next time, folks. Take care, everyone.